Welcome to Practically a Fabringen, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidus. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Prager. Welcome back to Practically a Fabringen. This is Menachem Poznanski. Sorry we missed last week. Uh, it's my bad. I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh, Just before we get started, uh, I want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star review, share it with your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to get uh, the messages out and uh, invite people to uh, join in. So we're picking up today at a part in Tanya where the Tanya begins to discuss how it is that people are different. And that led to a really beautiful conversation about uh, celebrating and appreciating the differences in other people. So uh, we'll call this episode Diversity. Uh, let's see how it goes. It's really great. I'm really excited for you to hear it. Okay, here. so here we are in Herig Bays of Tanya. What's next? We we started off that in every neshama is a mamish, that everyone is part of God. And then we, that was that was the first point. Then we went on that it's just, just knowing or just being part of something, essentially, how does that, you know, if you're disconnected from that, then it doesn't really have value. And then we talked about Vayibach Papov, that it's part of it, it's actively, God's actively resuscitating Judaism into, the, into every individual Jew, keeping it alive. So now the question is, if we're from the same place, and God's keeping us alive, you know, as it should be active, mamish, in our mamosh, in our, in our real life, then why there's such diversity between Jews? It's amazing. You would imagine that if we all come from the same place, and God's actively working on keeping everybody Jewish, then we should have people so beautifully similar, all the same, and yet we see there is complete diversity within the Jewish nation. From and not, I'm not when I say diversity, I don't mean fighting or anything like that. I'm talking about real, legitimate, different styles like Hillel and Shammai, two completely different mindsets. Or Avram and Yitzchak. Avram was Ava, love. Yitzchak was fear, completely different, uh, different character, one from the other. Moshe Rabbein, every single Jewish leader was different and unique and different than the other one, and there is no commonality between them at all. So where, where does that come from? How does that happen? How does an entity that comes from oneness of God and being maintained by that should end up dissecting into so many different parts? That's, that's what he's left. And, and not only, and in every generation, you see there's certain leaders, there's different types of people. It's very interesting. Later, later on in Tanya, we're going to discuss this in more details. But it's not like, you can reach that. You ne- we're never going to be Avram. We're never going to be Moshe. And, and Avram is not going to be us. And we're, not, we're not even supposed to be each other. It's like, it, it's like we're supposed to be different. We're never going to. It says, When is my actions going to be? You know, I, I, want, I, need a, I need to act like Avram Avinu. But I'm not going to be Avram Avinu's mindset his emotional take on it, his, his insight on it, he's not. I'm going to be different. Everybody, actually, it says, everybody needs to be mechadish, needs to learn to her in a way that they develop a unique approach 
Something that you didn't hear from your teachers, from anybody else. Again, diversity. Again, details. Outside. How does that happen? That's, that's the next thing that he's asking. Okay, so let me just, if I can, just unpack that as we've said before. So, because it seems to have very, very significant implication in other many areas of kind of um, spiritual reflection, right? Because on the one hand, you know, one of the really important aspects that people have to learn, particularly young people, is coming to grips with the fact that we are not terminally unique. We are not. We are not ultimately unique from other people. We have. We have we're incredibly similar to other humans, definitely to other people of our tribe, but also other humans in general. We oftentimes feel different things in similar ways, and we react to different things in similar ways. And at the same time, we also have a very incredibly unique aspect of our being that's that's a part of us and that's a part of our mission of and of who we're trying to become right we're not trying to be everybody not trying to be a you know a step for what a step for a wife to use a kind of more modern uh symbolism of it is not what we're going for right we're not trying to be a bunch of robots so what you're saying is on a mystical level if all jews emerge from this same space of mamish, so on a, on a spiritual level if we strip away the onion we'll find the same thing at the core then why do you find that people are different at all, right? It's okay, so I'm the same, but I'm different. Well, why am I different? And then in addition to that, you're talking about also quality of character and quality of, of ability and quality of person, right? You're talking about uh, Moshe or Avraham Avinu or Yitzchak Avinu, right? Versus, let's say, our experience of the world, that they were operating ostensibly on a higher level, they were their their character was at one level, right? Whether they were born that way or not born that way, that's like, like you said a later discussion. But they're operating on one level, and oftentimes we are operating at at a different level. So trying to understand the the qualitative differences as well. But then the other point that you made was even when you have great people, meaning Avraham was a great person, Yitzchak was also a great person, right? Or Beishamai and Beis Hillel, who lived at the same time. I was a father and a son, so it's a harder comparison. Beishamai and Beis Hillel were two great sages that lived at the same time, who had the same level of stature, who have the same greatness, and yet they saw the world entirely through different lenses to the degree that when it came to um, the decision-making of Jewish law, they, they came to oftentimes very opposing conclusions. And the question becomes, how is that possible if we're all emerging from a singular space, why is it that Beishamai and Beis Hillel come out with a different conclusion? It's not because qualitatively Beishamai is greater than Beis Hillel and therefore Beishamai knows the truth and Beishamai, or Beis Hillel doesn't know the truth or, or vice versa, right? That's not, that's not the right. point. Right. So all of these things are kind of happening at the same time. There's qualitative differences, but then there's also seems to be personality differences, right? And if the, if the core of our being is spiritual and if the, if the core of the spiritual is the same, why do differences emerge? Right. So he goes on to give an amazing analogy. And the analogy is the way a baby is developed. That it comes from a singular entity, the embryo, um, a fertilized egg. It came from one source, one place. And then over nine months, it goes ahead and it unpacks itself and develops in a meticulously unique way 
where the brains are developed first, somewhat brains in the heart, internal organs, one by one. Then the body starts forming. Everything starts in, in, in a stage, 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 until it goes ahead, until it gets to the the late the the extremities, the the hair and nails, and you know the most seemingly yeah, unimportant parts of the body, all coming from the same source. Why is that? <clears throat> because the fertilized egg is just potential. It's all the DNA packed into one place. With, with it just connected to its source, to its potential, with no mode of expression and of, of uh, being able to have a real life to, uh, to experience every single existence in creation. The body that develops over nine months develops all the sensitivity and tools to experience every single thing that God has put on this world. At the end of the day, we should have an experience of everything, all the smells and the tastes and the eating and the emotions and the positive and the ne- everything. Yet, this same pers- body is as diverse as it becomes because my fingers is not my heart and not my brains and definitely my nails and my hair is not any, you know, you can actually get a haircut, you can tuck. But yet, it still has the entire essence of who I am, of, of, of the body. And not only that, it's still connected through the central nervous system, through the brain, that it, it within all this infinite amount of diversity that happens within the person's body, all the, it's countless impulses, all the messages that are happening at the same time, it's all working towards going into one into a direction. If it's a functioning person, you know, correctly. If something goes wrong, so then you're, it's erratic. But if in a functioning person, so the whole point of this diversity, well, the the details and the splitting from the from the core, is not to disconnect from the core, but to develop to 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 end up taking that core and bringing it to all the different details in life and be able to experience it on all the levels. Just like you can't have a body with just a brain and no arms and no legs and no heart, it's dead and also won't function. Same also, you couldn't have Avraham by himself without having the rest of us, the feet, hands. It's part of a whole. When you look at the body specifically, you're focusing on one thing. You're saying, oh, the hand, this is the hand, this is, you know, one hand's going this way, one hand's going that way. But if you look at it collectively, and you come all, when a person's all together, then they're functioning, then they experience everything. The Jewish experience is not supposed, the chelkel kama ma'amamish, that God made us, oh, actually who we are, is not just supposed to be stayed in potential. It needs to be able to be expressed in all its detail and we have to reach every single type issues concepts whatever it is on the ex- in existence and that's why we're all different because each one of us has a sensitivity mode to a certain particular experience that we're bringing back to the collective and when each part 
works beautifully, then you're a healthy person. You know, in, in Chassidus, they say always, if you, if you feel a part of the body, then it's, something's wrong. Mm. It should be part of the collective. You know, you don't, if you start feeling your teeth, then you're going to see a dentist, something's wrong. Normally, it just does its thing, and it's fine. Everyone does its thing. You don't, the, the teeth don't have to become a brain. They just have to do their thing. The fingers have to do their thing. Their, their feet have to walk. If you start feeling your foot, then there's a problem. Everybody doing their thing together brings out this whole, this, this true potential that we have. And that's why each one of us is different. It's not to dissect, to, to separate each one of us. It's on the contrary, to bring it all together. In the times of Mashiach, we will end up seeing this just as a body, how we see how it all works together perfectly. And every, we need every single part of us. Same also, we will see that too. Wow. Okay, so you said, you said a lot of things, but two things that strike me as, and they're connected with one another. What you point out, I mean, you use the word diversity and then you acknowledge that diversity is not the best word because the diversity implies some level of separation. And and part of what you were saying was if we look at a human being and the development of the gestation of a human being, we can actually see a really clear metaphor for this because a human being is created from a single cell organism, right? Which c- contains all the genetic code that the human being will need from the instant of inception to to the day it will die right? All of the genetic code that's necessary, all the different aspects, all the different growth, the deterioration, everything is contained within that single cell organism. And and yet that same single cell will then express itself into different formations to create the entirety of a human being, which is brain and eyes and ears and, and nose and mouth and feet and hands, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if we use that as a construct to kind of try to grasp this idea that at the core of all of us is a chelak alakamima, Right, a singular spark of of divinity that that stands at the core of all of us, and then try to understand. Okay, but why do we find individuals, and why do we find differentiation? What you find is is that the unique aspects of individuals are ways in which we uniquely express the core energy, the core data that began at the beginning. Right. So the the single cell organism, so to speak, is the is the is the moment of inception of all reality, and then how that reality expresses itself through the different parts is separated and yet each of those parts meaning within each strand of hair you can find the genetic code of of a person just like it's in my brain my genetic code is in my hair just like it's in my brain even though i cut my hair or it's in my nails even though that's a very very unalive part of my body right but if you took my uh, clippings of my nails you'd be able to find as much dna as in my heart even though my heart is a much more vital organ, right? So the uniqueness within a person is actually an expression-oriented thing rather than a separation-oriented thing, which I think is a very, very powerful principle that can really have a lot of uh, meaning for a person, right? As Particularly a young person, let's say, who's trying to find themselves, right? So what you're saying ostensibly, right, and this kind of leads into the second point, what you're saying is finding yourself is not finding why you're unique, Right, because the point that you made is, if you're feeling your uniqueness, then there's something wrong, right? If that, if if you're experiencing your uniqueness, like if your teeth, if you feel your teeth, if you feel your brain, it's because you have a headache, right? <laughs> it's something wrong, right. right? If you feel your eyes, that's not a good thing. So, so feeling your uniqueness is not necessarily the expression of the uniqueness, because your uniqueness is just an expression of an underlying power. So, what's really powerful is is 
expressing your uniqueness is different than feeling it. That's what kind of struck me as significant. And this relates to the conversation we were having just before we started recording, I think. And it relates to the idea of Bittel and the idea of kind of surrendering one's life towards a cause and being part of and being a, a cog in the mechanism of reality is trying to fit myself to be an expression, the unique expression of the of the source that I am, as opposed to trying to be my own person, trying to be my own unique self. When I'm trying to be my own unique self, I'm trying to feel myself, which is ostensibly, in your metaphor, a problem. But if I'm just trying to express my uniqueness, meaning if I'm trying to channel the original energy out through the unique expression that God placed within me and asked of me, right? He wants me to be this particular hair that's on my, you know, big toe or whatever, whatever that is, right? Whatever that is, I want to, you know, whatever role I'm supposed to play, whatever part I'm supposed to play, then that's a good thing. And, and also watch, therefore, also when you see other people, you see them differently. It's like, you know, I, I need them. <laughs> if there's something wrong with another part of the body, it's going to affect all of us. Mm. It, it, you know, if there's a little pebble on my shoe and my foot hurts, you can't concentrate, you can't walk, you can't, you can't go anywhere. It, my, my foot has a problem. If this guy has a problem, it's affecting me. If I'm conscious or not conscious, that's the reality. It, it, it's a very unifying thought and it also it creates a level of obvious respect for other people. Like, what do you mean? Why is he going through challenges? He, he's become, he's him. He's going to go through these challenges. Don't judge him until you're in his place. You don't know his place. You're on that foot. You're on the left foot. He's on the right foot. Right foot and left foot always go in opposite directions. One goes this way. Mm. Whenever my right foot's going up, my left foot's going the other way. Imagine it's like, why are you going that way? We're going this way. Mm. We are going in that direction. You just don't see it from your point of view. Right. So, so we're all, it's wow. all, so the unity is totally there. Beautiful. When you see a whole person in, who's functioning correctly, smartly, like the, the terrorist, the Gemara says, you can see, you can see his beauty in the way he eats, the way he sleeps, the way he walks. You see the body, you see everything working in, in conjunction and beautiful. On a very interesting point, that that I don't know how they learned to till now, but with 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 modern science and DNA, it's truly unbelievable. Because I was once the, the way I was explained this DNA was that there is literally there's like in every cell there's all the switches are there. So to be here, they had to switch off nose, pancreas, and, and everything else is shut off. Wow. And one is shut on, one's left on. So learning what to do, you know, to take the genetic code and be able to make something else is learning how to turn the switches on. Wow. So in other words, we're literally the same guy. Wow. It's just all the pieces that say Menachem by me is like and shut, off. shut off. Right. And mayor is turned on. Right. Because wow. they need mayor. But it's all part of the same junction, you know, system. system. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful. You know, and, 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 and means that for nine months, God was playing with the, co- with the switches to make that Chilka Kama Mal Mamish Menachem. 
he saw, you know, as he looked, you know, he looked at the entirety of, of creation. He goes, no, Avram, my God already, him, my God, him, my God, him, my God, shutting off. No, 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 no. Shutting off all the switches. And he goes, no, this is, this is the guy, <laughs> this guy. And that's how he made you. Right. It's, it's, it's not like you're a, a less than Avram Avinu. It's on the contrary. Just how we made Avram Avinu, same way. He's like, okay, what do I got? Okay, I need him. Okay, so I, uh, this switch is on. I'm, I'm not, he doesn't need to be Menachem. I have, I have somebody, I have him for, for later on. So it's everybody was uniquely put in this particular position. Ultimately, we, it is the altar, like we learn later on Tanya, the main part is the Neshama itself, and we will get in touch with it and see that all the details that we have is just a mode of expression. It's not who we are. Mm. Who we are is a Chilkakamamamish, period. So it's that ability to hold on to those two different points at the same time, which is I am me, but who me is, is really an expression. It's just one um, aspect of the electric panel that's turned on, but at the core of who I am is the entirety of the electric panel. And if, and if, and if, we were, and if we're off, when we're off, we hurt the whole system. Mm. Everybody needs us on. Right. Because that's how we're all made off of each other. Each one has all of each other. So each one, if we're, you know, in, in Chassidus it says also one of the, you know, the practical lessons you see that when someone uh, needs a, a shot, in the old days they used to pull blood, you know, uh, take it out, but now you give it a, a, a shot. Same thing. You put, you put it anywhere because at the end of the day it's going to get to the body. It goes through the, the blood. System. It's a whole system. Right. We're all connected. Right. So <clears throat> it's, it's uh, not... In these cases, so-called losing your identity, you really find a greater identity. Right. You're part of something much, much bigger. Right. And 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 we were designed to be this person. You need to be this. You need the hearer. You need the nails. You need everything. Every single part of the person is completely necessary. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. Only you know the value of what one person gives and the other is just based on their limited information of seeing life in a very you know tunnel vision, but the greater the vision in God's eyes, He spent. It's interesting. the The longest thing that gets into work is the nails and the hair and the lower extremities. Is this is the thing that took the longest time to get finally done? Those are you know those are the hardest jobs to do. It gives it's empowering, so to speak. Also, all of them. But then, then he says a very interesting point. He adds one more point that's extremely important. Why we call the leaders of the generation Reish Bnei Yisrael, because at the end of the day, our system needs to have a manager. The manager is the brain. God has given the brain the ability to 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 uh, the central nervous system. And that's where everything is done. Actually, that's where pain is. When I hurt my foot, the pain is not really in my foot. It's really in my head. It's just it feels in my foot because my brain is telling you, your foot, something's wrong with your foot. Why? Because to be able to stay connected to the source, you need to have this system. This is the system that God put into play. 
And that's the reason why God has made, bestowed certain individuals with amazing abilities of insight, like Moshe Rabbeinu, Avram, the Rebbe, things, people who are just on a complete, you know, see things from a completely different perspective, is not because they are supposed to be, um, they're more essentially unique than anybody else, is because they're the ones who are bringing all of us together. It's the same, as long as my, my arm is listening to the messages of where, what I'm supposed to do, what I'm supposed to do now, my foot listens to the message, then we will all be uh, going in the right direction. And that's why it's so important to be listening to Chachmei Yisrael, to the leaders, to Ter, Ter, and the leaders who represent this message. Because it's only through this type of lifestyle can we actually realize the potential that we truly have. Can we be those, that expression of our own uniqueness? Become the expression of our own uniqueness, exactly. Yeah. All right, beautiful, amazing. Thanks, Mayor. <laughs> <laughs>